How's it going, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the You Know Adam Same Podcast, where you get to know a little bit more about people, passions, and all things business. You know what I'm saying? So today I'm sitting across the table from Mr. Hunter Cornette of Burrowwood in Statesboro, Georgia. Hunter, welcome to the show. How's it going? It's a pleasure for you to have me. Uh... Well, Hunter, you know, I have, I've probably met you, I want to say maybe a year or two years now. Has that, has that been about right? About right? For sure. For sure. Uh, and during that time, I have seen you develop uh, and grow into the entrepreneur that you are today. And uh, I know that you don't get that a lot from me, but extremely proud of what you've been able to do. And I see a lot of great things in your future. Uh, but for those that don't know, uh, tell us a little bit about Burrowwood. So Burrowwood started in the summer of 2020. Uh, it was when COVID kind of hit and I was coming into going to be my fifth year here. I kept college. That's actually what brought me to Statesboro was Georgia Southern. I was going to be a finance major. I actually started off as uh, an economics major, but then I was just like, I, this is not going to work out. So then uh, now we like, you know, fast forward here. I mean, it's been a lot. I mean, I was thinking about it on the car ride here. I was like, we made everything from keychains to American flags to tables to bars to, um, I mean, hats. I mean, we've tried everything. Um, so, like, I could write a whole book on, honestly, like, what Burrowwood, you know, is or was or, you know, is going to be. Yeah. But uh, I think today, you know, Burrowwood is a wholesale craft business. We are a supplier of blank wood. Um, so it sounds crazy, but it's it's awesome to be able to – manufacture something in America, especially right here in Statesboro. That's amazing. So, you know, for those that, you know, are, are kind of trying to figure out what specifically you guys do, uh, wholesale blanks. So the wholesale that you're talking about and the blanks that you're talking about, what do those look like? Is it just round uh, and square pieces of what type of wood that you use? Like describe that for me. Yeah, I mean, we get that a lot because uh, honestly, uh, whenever I do explain it, it's like we make circles, you know, we make blank wood just because, I mean, it is hard to explain because in reality, it is just a blank canvas. Mm -hmm. um, we are our, our best selling shape is going to be the circle. Okay. Um, in the crafting world, they call this a round. Yeah. Um, so they turn these into seasonal door hangers, custom signs, wedding signs, I mean, clocks, it. It's amazing what people have done with these. Um, we sell them in sizes all the way from five inch all the way up to 18 inch. And so let's kind of like dive into some, you know, rough numbers right now. Like what, when you say you sell circles, like how many circles have you sold? Um, or, or how many yeah. items have you sold? Okay. So I'd say like our average circle sells for around $5. And, you know, that's just a mixture of, a lot of our, you know, our 15 inch to 18 inches are main selling, but we also sell, you know, the five inch and 12 inch. So I'd say in total, we have sold over 50,000 circles. Wow. 50,000 circles. And you're doing all of this in Statesboro, Georgia. How are you getting these circles to uh, the people that want them? Um, so that's been a little bit of a challenge to like with a small business, you know, you, you really think like the hardest part is going to be selling it. But in reality, it was the fulfillment side, you know, like, especially we had such a boost going early on to where it was hard to fulfill. 
because like that's the last thing you want is to go viral early sure and honestly i think um we haven't truly gone viral yet yeah. you know i think i think we're on the right pace and we've had great videos that have hit and honestly i'm blessed that our tiktok account is doing well mm -hmm. but um i think there's a lot more to you know just what i've put out in content you know i want to hire some more people mm. get things really you know going so that way when someone asks me what is Burrow Wood? I explain it more than we do circles. <laughs> so, you know, uh, what we're going to touch on, definitely touch on TikTok. Uh, let's kind of like um, talk about like the beginning stages of, you know, when Burrow Wood first started. You you mentioned that, you know, you were kind of like exploring many different options. Um, how did you find yourself at Big? Uh, what was that journey like? So, all right. So we started off in the summer of 2020. Um I used to be a bouncer at one of the local bars and we Which get one? uh Southern social. Nice. And so it was really cool working there. Cause like, I actually, I started off there like when they opened basically. Gotcha. So it was cool to see them grow as well. Um, and even since I haven't worked there, like they've grown every, you know, even more, which is even cooler to see. It's like, you know, you don't have to be a part of everything for it to grow, yep. you know? And yep. as long as there's the right people in places, like, I mean, it, all it takes is the time. Yep. And consistency, honestly, but um, I mean, starting off with Burrow Wood, I I learned a lot of making money with wood from my dad. Yeah. Um, you is know, he in the wood business? He is. Uh, he's uh, like an installer, a contractor. So mm. he'll do you know kitchen remodels, um, you know bathrooms, all you know. I mean, all interior stuff really, uh, cabinetry mostly. Yeah. Um, and he makes good money doing it, sure. you know, and the reason being is cause like he's out there doing it and like, that's the thing with wood is just like, not many people are willing to, you know, get dusty and go like lift all the heavy material and trying to figure out if you can even get material. Um, but if you figure it out, there's so much money to be made in wood, sure. you know, it's a huge market. Um, that's the beauty of it was like, I didn't have to invent wood to create burrow wood sure um so at the start of it we knew that well, i knew that i wanted the medium of the business to be wood okay um i wasn't sure what that was going to be but i knew that i wanted to create a brand sure so through the trials and tribulations on the beginning um that's where Burrowwood really started to like figure out its brand and knowing that like, you know what, we we have so many avenues that we could potentially take on later on, mm -hmm. which is so amazing and like put, you know, the Burrowwood stamp on there. Sure. But it was really cool to find one product that we could grow vertically with. Mm -hmm. um, so starting off, I mean, the first product we ever made, it was a farmhouse table that I sold on Facebook Marketplace. Mm -hmm. um, I sold it before I even made it because that's how you kind of do those farmhouse tables just because people want custom sizes, um, different stains, paints. So you don't want to like make it and then try to sell it because you'll have a, a smaller, um, I guess, a smaller group of customers sure. you know, to sell to. So we sold one. Well, I guess like I sold one. And I was How'd like, that okay. feel? Uh, it was worrisome. Yeah, I was like, dude, well, we're going to have to go to Lowe's. You know, I'm going to figure this out. And it's not like... So you sold it before you actually made it? Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I only had like, I mean, a few hundred bucks in my account, man. I mean, I was working at, uh, you know, being a bouncer, only making like 60 bucks a night. Sure. And it really just get me through like on the weeks and stuff. And 
it was tough to even get the material to build that first table. Yeah. And I didn't even know how to build a table. So take it about four weeks after, um, you know, and a bunch of hours and me figuring out that I need to hire like my friends too. Cause like this table's so big that I can't just like make this by myself. Yeah. Um, and it was super hot in Statesboro. You know how it gets. I mean, dude, it's so hot, uh, especially <clears throat> we're about to go into it in the summer. But did you make money on that first table? I did not. I yeah. did not. No, it was bad. Underquoted. Um, yeah. And how, like, how much money did you lose on it? If you don't mind me asking, you think? Roughly? So I sold the table for five hundred, and I think all in, I came out to be like seven thirty, seven fifty in. So like we lost about two hundred and fifty bucks. What made you kind of like say like, all right, well, that wasn't really that fun, but I'm going to keep doing this. Like what what yeah. was it about it that I <laughs> well, like, you know? I mean, uh, so, I, I, that's happened to me before yeah, too, right? Like yeah. that's just part of business, to be honest. That's kind of uh, my parents, you know, like they've been like, you know, huge support in the business, yeah. um, you know, capital, emotions, sure. everything, you know, sure. so at the beginning, you know, like I only had a few hundred bucks in my account. So like when I went to Lowe's, I was like, yo, mom, can I use can I use this yeah. emergency credit card? Like, I'm 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 just gonna build this table. I got the list of things. I like we're gonna make money, I promise. Sure. And that's what I always tell her. You yeah, know, I promise. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> and she trusts me, she does, you know, and like uh it's really shown like through the business. Sure. Um and I'll never, you know, I mean, I love the story like Jeff, you know, uh Jeff Bezos, his parents, you know, mm -hmm. lended him a quarter million dollars. And now they make Amazon makes a quarter million dollars every fifteen seconds. Yeah, like that's it. That's crazy. Yeah, you know. But also, I mean, nowadays having a quarter million dollars cash is hard to come by. Sure. You know, I mean, you got gas prices and all that. But um, no, my uh, my parents have been a huge support. And then basically, since that first one, they're basically hard on me. You know, they're not hard on me, but it was kind of like, um, yeah, you know, they're like my parents, but also my coaches. Yeah. You know, like I love sports, so it's just like, hey, you know what? You lost that game. What's next? Yeah. You know, are you going to build another table? I was yeah. Like, Absolutely not. Yeah. But I look to the right and I see this four foot by eight foot CNC machine. I'm like, you know what? Like, I couldn't make any money off by making that table because of all the hours that we put into it. Sure. But maybe if I like learn this like modern day technology. Sure. And it's been around for a while too, but now it's actually affordable, and you know, like. They don't just custom make them anymore. They make them like, you know, that you can actually learn them. It's That's not right. just a few people know how to run that one machine. It's, you can see YouTube videos and learn yeah. so much. And honestly, the possibilities on those machines are endless. Yeah. But the simplicity of it is amazing. It's, sure. it's like math at the end of the day, like it all adds up, you know, like it, it only runs off three axes. So when you saw like the CNC initially, like what, like what, what was the potential that you saw in the machine? Was it like, oh, circles is, is the move? Or were you kind of like, hey, let me kind of like work with signage or what what did you do at that point? It was actually another Facebook marketplace purchase. Cause I knew that I like, I was like, I'm gonna go like in the custom route. Uh -huh. And so I started looking at like those, um, like uh, a scroll saw. Okay. And so it's just like, you can, you know, yeah, move yeah, around yeah, the wood. Yeah. And uh, I was like, that's gonna be it. Yeah. So I called my mom and I was like, hey, I need this. We're going to get a scroll saw. Yeah. And then I promise, like, we're going to make the money back off the scroll saw in no time. Yeah. Um, and she said through, yes? Yeah. And then through buying that scroll saw, when I went to go pick up the scroll saw, I met a uh, local in town named Caleb. 
uh-huh. and uh, he's like involved with big, you know, here and there too. Like, um, but he was the one that was actually selling it to me. And it just so happened, I was like, I looked over to the left, you know, here I was looking over to the right, but at his place, I was looking over to the left and he has a CNC in his garage. And I was like, what? It, what is that? What is that thing? Yeah, that yeah. was the first time I've actually ever seen a CNC. Okay. And, but I was <laughs> going there to buy this little scroll saw. Yeah. And he was like, that is what replaced that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, dang. Did you buy it? Did I did. Yeah, oh, you no. did. But you I, still yeah. bought it. Uh, yeah, and I still have it. And I made like one piece with it. Uh-huh. And but he you told started- me, it was actually funny. Uh, Caleb told me, because we were actually going to do a little business together. Yeah. Because we started making like these 12 inch by 24 inch pine wood signs. Mm-hmm. Um, and like American flags, custom, whatever you want. But he was going to charge me like X amount per sign. Yeah. And I was totally okay with that because I was like, I don't really know how to use these CNCs um, and I could sell these things. Sure. So that could be my part. Sure. I could sell these things. Sure. Um, and then I know my margins too because he's only charging me X amount per sign. Got you. Like never any variation. It was just like, boom. From yeah. the CNC. From yep. his CNC. Yep. So that that had, after you bought the saw, he there was some, like obviously some sort of conversation that was had that was yeah. like, all right, let's kind yeah, of like partner yeah, together. Like, it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. Okay. And, uh, honestly, it's like, I see him around, like, that's what I love about Statesboro is I see him around, like, I saw him at, um, Burrow Snow. Sure. You know, like the, uh. Ice cream, uh, uh snow, safe snow place. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And it was just so, so cool ice. catching, yeah. like, catching back up with him and all that stuff. And basically, he told me when he was in the garage, he was like, yeah, you know, like, at the Fab Lab, they have, like, a four foot bite, but. That's when they told, he told you Yeah, that. he told me that. Okay. And he was like, I really shouldn't have told you that. And then. Yeah, a quarter million dollars later. <laughs> <laughs> so you at that point you actually didn't know about the Fab Lab still. No, yeah. So that okay. like that was literally my first time ever even hearing seeing. hearing about that. Yeah. And like, so what'd you do after that point? Well, so, all right. So just to correct that, I mean, I have heard about the Fab Lab because um, like during class, like I mean, it was like professors my, will say my, something. Like, it was my freshman year. Yeah. I remember Miss um, uh, Suzanne. Yeah. She she, she came, came in uh-huh. and like. I went up to her and I was like, that's a really cool thing. And I always meant to go, right? Yeah. And like, that's the thing, right? It's yeah, like, yeah, everyone's yeah. like, oh, like, I want to start a business. So sure. like, I want to go do that. But sure. it's like, literally, all you got to do is just go. Yeah. And like, get it, you know, that domino effect. Start, you know, you'll 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 be amazed what you can knock down, sure. you know, after just doing all the little things. But, uh, so I knew about it, but I didn't know what it was, what it looked like, all the machines, you know, that are here. Even, I mean... 3D printing. Sure. I mean, there's like there's so many 3D printers here. Yeah. And that's a really cool aspect. You know, there's only one CNC, but that's right. there's also a laser and literally, I mean, a, a built out maker space. Sure. Um, for the cost of a LA fitness membership. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah. it's amazing. It's like a gym membership for entrepreneurs. Sure. Like what a program it is. You know, I mean, like it's something like I would love to like build out one day. Sure. You know, just to recreate the opportunity that I had here. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm, I was really lucky. Yeah. I mean, I could have dropped out of school and just went home. Yeah. And so you found yourself here, you know, uh, Caleb mentioned it, you kind of like made the step to come visit and then you start working here and then what happens next? This is when things are starting, starting to get like, okay, like we might actually have like a profitable business. Were you selling a bunch of stuff right now? Like during that time? Um, what were you selling? No, so I was 
I was starting to work on the CNC. I was trying to figure out this machine. And so I was asking like all my friends, all my family, I was like, hey, let me make you guys some signs. Yeah. I don't really know what to make. And I'm not just going to make some random stuff. Like I'd rather like try to work on this like custom ability of like, hey, if you want to sign, let me figure out the process of how am I going to take that order, but also know exactly what font that that you're going to want for the sign. Sure. Or know that, you know, your exact dimensions and just really wanting to make sure you get the sign that you really want. Sure. So the problem that I always got was everyone was always like, just do what you think will look good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I mean, like if you give me a sketchbook, you know, like I love drawing or things like that, but I'm not an artist, sure. you know, like that's not my, my number one thing I would say, sure. you know, or like graphic design. That was a big thing that I had to learn during this whole thing was yep. using Adobe Illustrator, Procreate, um, all of those. Um, and then even going into the CNC, we have, you know, VCarve Pro, uh, Mach 3. And at first it looked like so daunting, but at the end of the day, it's like, all you got to do is press like a few buttons. Sure. And it's just like using any other program. You know, I, just learn I, it. I think you bring up something that's really interesting, uh, especially for the just the general public. Um, I think the general public wants choice, but they don't want to be overwhelmed with choice. They don't want to have like so many, so many different items that they can choose from where it becomes overwhelming. And, and especially for something like customization, if you give them like complete reign, they're not going to know what they want, right? Literally, yeah. Right? And that, that, that's what I hear is like that is the experience that was given is like, oh, well, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, it's like when you give them that like actual blank canvas, yeah. right? And it was just like, well, what do you want me to put on this blank canvas? And they're like, <laughs> Look something, I, make something nice. Yeah, it's like, well, I like, you know, I like the Red Sox, but I'm also from Texas. And, <laughs> you know, it's like, but I want to get this for my aunt that lives in New Hampshire. Sure. And it's like, all right, so we're shipping this thing? Yeah. You know, like, all right, yeah. we're going to do the state. Right, we can make it work, you know, and like that was, that was kind of the fun part, right? And that's where when I started really developing these signs, um, I brought, I brought some home. Yeah. And home is down in South Florida now. Okay. Um, when I first came to Georgia Southern, home was Johns Creek, Georgia. Okay. But my parents moved back down to South Florida, and that's where I was born as well. But um, I brought them back there like, yeah, this is like really cool. Yeah. You know, and at first when people when you show people a carved sign, they think like, oh, you did it by hand yeah. or something. So they're like, I'm, immediately they're like, you are so talented. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I mean – we did like we did you, make you did that. Design. We we did make that, you know. Yeah. But like with using machines nowadays, sure. like that's the beauty of sure. it. You know, like it's like don't don't make yourself feel bad for drawing on a pen and paper when you have the ability to draw and procreate sure. and make something that you would have never been able to do. Sure. You know, without using sure. know, new technology, but sure. also like I mean, there's still a lot of simplicity to using technology that I think people like overdue so at this point how many signs are you selling not many yeah um you know like uh really the goal was i mean i i, do, I remember like when we did our like first thousand dollar week i was like wait i sold a thousand dollars on week. what what were you on it was like what platform oh no just like local sales yeah yeah and like um it was basically like about like five orders you know six orders like like in the queue and it was just like okay like there's something here. That was the like, first time we ever did $1,000 in a week. But then 
it took three weeks to, you know, yeah. actually, <laughs> to, actually to execute. Yeah. Then you make sure that, you know, you did it right because again, you know, it was our first time when on you, this thing. when you sold a thousand dollars in that week, did you make money? Yeah. I mean, I get like, so at that time, no, just mm. because like the fab lab does offer a lot of tools and, you know, machines and that kind of thing. But like we were getting so like into it to where we came in, like, I didn't even have a tool belt. Sure. You know, I didn't have a hammer. Sure. I didn't have all the simple things. So even if we needed a screwdriver. You would have to go run and get just, it. Yeah, we went ahead and just made that investment, mm. you know, make the investment, made the investment, you know, like bought um, like a paint sprayer. Yeah. And do we use a paint sprayer now? No. <laughs> but it was the investment at the time, sure. you know, that like got us to where we are now. Sure. Um, but speaking of the paint sprayer, that's really where my brother Paul comes in. Mm. Um, cause when I brought that, that first sign back, he was like, dude, this is cool. Yeah. So he saw the sign and I came back up to Statesboro uh -huh. and, um, I remember I got like a call from him and he was like, yo, are you like serious about this business? I was like, I mean, it's the only thing I got right now, man. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't really see myself going back to school. Like don't tell mom, but <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> But this whole COVID thing, it was just like, yeah. you know, what, like, what's the point? If I want to be behind a computer screen, I want to be seeing my business, you know, something that's growing and not sure. just like, um, you know, taking classes behind the computer. Because for me, it was the hands-on. Yeah, I've learned so much, you know, over the past year and a half that, you know, I'm not going to knock on, you know, Georgia Southern because I'm still going to get my degree from them eventually. Sure. But I wish that everyone kind of went through the program that I just went through. Yeah. You know, and it's a... Uh, it's a self-paced program. Yeah. You know, it's a self-motivation. Like, there ain't no classes to sign up for. It's, you know, you, you, you sign up for this is all I got. Yeah. So, with Paul, um, he called me and he's like, did I quit my job? I'm just going to drive up tonight. I was like, T tonight? <laughs> I was like, we're going to do this. And he was did, like, he, did he talk to you about him quitting his job? Um, A little bit. Like, uh, like we just knew that, like, because living in South Florida, I mean, it's expensive. Sure. And um, his lease was coming up, too. Yeah. So, like, I mean, he was paying, like, for a one-bedroom, like, $1,600, $1,700 a month. Yeah. So, he's driving up. And uh, it's a long trip. I mean, we live in uh, South Florida, uh, Boca Raton. Uh -huh. So, it's about seven and a half hours. And so, he just <laughs> drove up here. Uh, he wasn't even sure if his car was really going to make it, too. He's like, you know what? Like, we're, we're going to get there. And then if we ever need to go back, like at the time, I was driving a Honda Accord. Yeah. So we could use that as a transportation car. Yeah. Um, but once he got here, uh, we went to the shop like that next day. Yeah. Um, he was going to be the builder. And so that way, if we needed like build tables, I'm not a builder, you know, he but, can but I can side. sell them, yeah. you know, and like I can sell them, I can market them, we'll get it done. And so that's where we knew that we had like the team of aspect of we're like, yeah, we can run this thing. Sure. Um, I wish we had a bunch of more time to tell all the story, but yeah. I'll, I'll kind of like just speed through yep. it. But basically we got the opportunity to go into the Statesboro Mall. Mm -hmm. It was, um, we applied for it probably, you know, a month or two prior to that. One of my buddies, Sean Bean, shout out. Uh, you know, he, he, he took this picture at the Statesboro Mall, which a lot of people, you know, don't frequently go to just because. <laughs> the small? Yeah, it's a small, it's a small. Um, you know, there's about five stores there and, you know, it's just, there's not any like big stores there. But I, I was telling them, I was like, 
we could be that corner store one yeah. day. You yeah. Know? And um, they basically gave us an opportunity to have a pop-up shop for six weeks. Awesome. Um, it was 5,000 square feet. It was amazing. You know, you didn't have to pay for anything except for setting it all up and figuring it all out within, I mean, we had four weeks to do it. Yeah. And thankfully my brother was already there, you know? And so we've never built out a store, so we didn't know what to do. And so through all that, we were doing custom signs. We started doing um, really cool hats. Yep. And that's where, that. you know, like Paul, Paul was huge on, you know, like all the, all the leather work, you know, we started bringing out um, the air sprayer and stuff, like doing custom, like, and I was just like, dude, this is this is turning into some cool stuff like we might just start a hat business sure you know i mean like and that's how willing i was to pivot the whole business sure like i mean like which way do we need to go you yeah know? i mean at the beginning like there's no there's no real reason to just stand in your ground unless you rent it out um you know like you have a lease for a restaurant sure and it's like you know like yeah we're not moving like this is where we're gonna sell philly cheesesteaks sure you know like and that's a different business model but like as a small business I mean, my best advice is to stay pit, like, you know, pivot whenever yeah. necessary. So when we were selling custom signs in the mall, we, we had a short period of time. And the problem was like, we just couldn't, um, people have already, people already bought their gifts. Also reminder, this is during COVID, you know, sure. so we're at like, we're wearing masks and there's not, there's even less traffic in the mall. Sure. So ultimately, by the time we moved out of there, it was a failure. You know, we lost about, you know, $20,000. Wow. Um, and it was like a, a tough new year. Yeah. You know, that was tough. Cause like, we had to figure out like, what's the plan? Sure. I mean, we just went through a season. Like that was our, that's the busy season. And we're down 20,000. Looking back on it now, what, what do you think that you would have done differently? If you like, I mean, obviously, like, you know, you might have spread yourself maybe a little bit thin in terms yeah. of like different items. But if you could look back on it and, and do something different during that time, what would it have been? I would say like we wouldn't have taken like, you know, we wouldn't have done the pop up shop. No. But also I wouldn't have learned as much. Sure. If we wouldn't have. Sure. You know, I mean, like if I just would have been selling on Etsy. It's like maybe I'd be a pro on Etsy, but like, am I a pro like in the real world? Have I proved, you know, that this store could maybe be a brick and mortar? Um, the crazy thing was that like, we had, we had, you remember there was, there was one table of blank wood. Yeah. We, we used one four foot by eight foot table and this 5,000 square feet yeah. to sell our best selling product. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, our best selling product Up, of, well, of now today. Yeah, yeah. So at that point uh, had, Burwood already kind of like been focused on blanks. Is was blanks already moving for you guys? It was moving. Um, we just we really weren't sure. Like I mean, I definitely didn't think we you know have a market of fifty thousand circles to be sold over one year. You know, I thought maybe like there was a need for a few thousand circles. You know, I mean, like I think I was like, I mean, how many doors are there? You yeah. know, and then when you pass by all the doors, like they're all blank too. And so now it even realizes me even more. It's like, this market is so much bigger than I've ever thought. Yeah. You know, it, and, and that's so, just with the circle. But the question was mainly like at the mall, what, what was your best selling product at the mall? Per item would have had to have been our hats. Uh, money wise, 
well, actually, so profit-wise, hats. The hats. Yeah, I mean, as a business model, and that that's honestly why I was like, <laughs> maybe, maybe pivot, maybe, into the, in, in yeah, because like the only problem with the hats was we just didn't have the right equipment to make it a quicker process. Sure. So that was the only constraint. Other than that, it's the, just moving. The margins on it, our designs, people loved them, and I, we were like, we got a hat company. You yeah. know, and we even like uh, branded it as Southern Snapbacks. Yeah. You know, and it was just like, who would have, you know, it, it, that's just how it goes. You know, I mean, slime. It's so crazy, isn't it? Like, yeah. you know, you, you go in with, with these customized sides, which is up until this point is what you've been doing. Mm-hmm. And then like the best selling item that's there is actually like hats. Like who would have. Right. Yeah. Especially like in a 5,000 square foot thing. It was like yeah. we had one. I mean, it was a big wall, but, you know, yeah. was, I mean, I guess the cool part was. We didn't have any hats that were the same. Yeah. So like. Very unique. Yeah. I mean, I bought a bunch of tr- like trucker mesh yep. style hats. And then we lasered out, you know, these like leather patches. Did like some, we did like some custom hats too. Those sold pretty well. And we honestly probably could have sold them for a little bit more sure. just because of the service that we were offering. Sure. We were talking like, like a 24 hour, 48 hour turnaround time. Cause people were expecting, you know, this Christmas gift. Well, I remember like going to the store and like taking a look and mm-hmm. you know, the thing that I, that I noticed was it was a very like easy buy because like you're looking at like this wall and then, you know, like browsing through it and that some, like one of the hats is going to speak to you, like depending yeah. on what you like. Right. Yeah. And then it's like, Oh, that's my hat. And then you take it you put it in the bag. And then that's the same thing that's going to happen with like other people that are, you know, buying gifts for gifts for others. Whereas mm. like the wood, like I, I remember you had like these huge flags, which huge. Are, are awesome. Yeah. But like, that's crazy how, how, am I, how am I going to get it home? You know, like, no, yeah. I mean, like literally we, we made three, four foot by eight foot flags and did not sell a single one. Yeah. When I tell you the amount of compliments we got on those things. Yeah. It's like driving like a lifted truck or a lifted Jeep. Yeah. That's all souped up. You spend a hundred thousand plus on it. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But like everyone's going to give you the compliments, but n- nobody's going to buy that thing from you. Yeah. Just because it's like, dude, I don't, I don't need all that. Yeah. You know? And so that was kind of the thing with the, the four foot by eight foot like flag. Like <laughs> you'd see all these husbands, they'd be like, come on now. Like, you know, telling their wife, like, like we got space for that. Like, come on. It's all, you know, and I even told them like we had it marked at 500. Sure. But, which is honestly a great price. I think if we were in Atlanta and yeah. we just had that flag out for a day, it would sell for 500 But, but the thing about it is where are you going to put it? I mean, it has to fit in the yeah. helm. Like, you know. It's, you I guess like these... a garage piece or like, I mean, honestly, <clears throat> like, and that's the thing too is like, I was trying to figure out like, where's the longevity of the business? Sure. You know, like, is it going to be this brick and mortar? Because once we give everyone a custom sign in town, are they going to need another one? Yeah. Are they going to, you know, like maybe for an event or something like that. Sure. But a lot of times it was the custom sign business was like a, a one and done. Yeah. So you could, you know, build a customer list of a hundred thousand people. Yeah. And you send out a text to be like, Hey, like we got this new sign, whatever, you know, but they already got it. Yeah. So like they don't want it again. So then like your conversions, you know, off. Yeah. So then that's where it's like, we had to figure out something that like we can consistently supply, you know, keep quality, make it in America, mm-hmm. you know, right here in Statesboro. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's the 15 inch circle. Yeah, yeah. That's the best seller. And so we offer a few other shapes, but basically like once the mall was done, you know, Christmas hit all of that. Um, it was just like, I had to just go home. Yeah. We had to take a break. We were doing, you know, crazy hours. Uh, for it was really. just the two of you still at this point. 
Um, no, I mean, like, like, so I guess like in the business, you know, like, so for like percent stake, you know, like it was, it was me and my brother. Sure. Um, but we did have a few like, you know, guys that were helping for yeah. sure. Um, we still got, you know, about three guys that, you know, help us right now. We're kind of in the off season, sure. but that's kind of what we're going into is just like right after the holidays, like I knew that these, the first three months, you know, first quarter, that's going to be a slow one. Yeah. And then the second quarter, you know, we had to figure out like, all right, what are we going to sell for the holidays? And like, let's go ahead and start batching it out bulk, bulk style. Mm -hmm. that, and that's just been our model for everything. It's like, if we're going to make something, we're going to make a lot of them. Yeah. You know, like if we're going to make Easter bunnies, we're going to make a thousand Easter bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, then I, it, like, it falls on me to be like, we're going to sell all these, you know, like I'm going to go out and I'm going to sell all these Easter bunnies. Yeah. Um, so that's been a tough thing, like going to different shapes because like, I feel like it has like slowed our, our scaling ability. Um, but it's all for, you know, customer's sake because so, like our customers are wanting other shapes. So what, at what point did you kind of like come back to the table? So, I, I mean, because every business has risks. Uh, so I, I want to try to get to the point from where you are in massively in debt. Your brother's still, you know, sleeping on the couch. Yeah. Right. And you guys are just working around the clock trying to make this thing happen. But obviously something's not right because you guys are losing money. Where's the turning point that you kind of like get locked and loaded and figure out like this is what we're going to do next? Yeah. I mean, so like, I guess that's a tough part uh, to really like pinpoint it because mm -hmm. it was really like it was, it was like a, yeah, upside down bell shaped curve. Okay. You know, sure. so like we're kind of like we're on the right direction now too. So like that's the great part. But basically going from negative twenty thousand to doing a quarter million dollars, it took figuring out like what process are we gonna do and then getting the right people. Sure. You know, to make sure that process actually happens. You know, keeping the quality. Like I'll always like open up boxes now just to check quality sure just because i didn't even see the wood from like when it got picked up off the stack to get cut to sand to box so i just want to make sure they're like hey like but, but so like i mean I, i'm still you have like this custom sign store right yeah. like that's making hats that's making all these different things you know and and you're kind of like transitioning out and well not transitioning out but like at what point does blanks become the thing okay so at the at the end of the summer, basically, because mm. um, like we went all the way through, like I mean, I was just I was about to put Burrowwood in my back pocket. Yeah, and how just, close were you? Every day. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's just like, like you didn't you didn't know what you day, needed. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. just like it's just that. I mean, if if you own a business and you don't think about that every day, like sure. come on now, like yeah, I mean you're you're just crazy then. Cause like you need to at least have that, you know, cause I think that's what kind of motivates me too. Sure. You know, if I lose money on something, it motivates me to go make more. Sure. Um, but basically what happened was I told my mom, I said, I'm going to go back to school. Uh -huh. And that was kind of my filler. I was just like, I didn't have any other choice. It's, you know, you're still in debt at this point. Yeah. Biting okay. the bullet. I mean, it's just like, I got another year left to school. Might as well get out of here. Yeah, you know, make my mom, you know, someone proud. Yeah. You know, because that last thing didn't make anybody proud. Sure. Um, and then the school year started. And so this is like 
August. And so that's when the season starts for selling these, you know, circles, crafts, all that kind of stuff. But did you have these circles already out? Was that a product line already? No. So, I mean, it, like, like through all of everything, it was like about three months into starting Burrowwood. That's when we really started like s- selling a few just circles. circles. Yeah. Just like very, very small sales, like a few hundred bucks, something like that. And then, you know, we started an Etsy account, like the Etsy account, like that year did like 25, 30 grand, mm-hmm. just circles. Yeah. And that was during the time that we went down negative 20 and like it with a brick and mortar. Yeah. So it was just like. But you, knew, like, but you knew the circles were, were a thing. For sure. For sure. But like, I knew that we had 5,000 square feet to test out everything. Mm-hmm. And that was just, it's my fault that we didn't profit off of it because a lot a lot of it I had to take back home. Sure. I just I had to bring it back into the shop and it was just <laughs> so much stuff, dude. I mean, we're still going through it. Yeah, I know. You know I mean, <laughs> it's just crazy. I mean, I, I mean, it was amazing that we were able to fill that space and kind of like prove the concept in such a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. It should have been a TV show. Sure. You know, it felt like we were remodeling a whole house. Sure. But um what happened was I started school and that first two like first two weeks of school, I was like, dude, I I really don't like this. You know, like I'm <laughs> this gonna, ain't I it. don't want to have to call my mom again, you know, and be like, yo, mom, like I'm not <laughs> I don't, I think I'm gonna do something else. You know, I think I'm yeah. gonna make my, my real estate license because yeah. I can sell. Like let's let's just get on with, you know, yeah. like why am I in a biology class if I'm a finance sure, major? Sure, so sure, sure. It just felt like I was just slowing me up, you know, in the time where I could be as fle- as much, like flexible as possible. Mm-hmm. You know, you can risk everything during this this time, um, and that's what we've been doing. Um, even risking negative, you know, money, sure. you know, to be like, do you even want to go more negative? Sure. Like you sure like you want to turn the switch on again sure. to open it back up? It's like yeah, let's do it. Because what happened was two weeks into school, I needed money, and I was like. Well, I'm not gonna go work at the bar again because I only get paid fifty bucks sure. a night. Yeah. And that's like, you know, it's like ten bucks an hour. Sure. So I was like, I know a way to make some money. I'm gonna sell circles. Yeah. Because you knew that all along. The Etsy shop was making money from it. selling circles. I knew that selling circles could make me money. Why why did why didn't you lean into that initially? Because I did the math and it was like I knew how hard it was to, you know, put out a quality circle, give, you know, that one circle your full attention. Cause you can't just be like, oh yeah, that's quality. It's like, no, each circle, you have to look at it. Cause like you, that's how you see the imperfections. That's how you sand it. That's how, that's how it all goes. Sure. At least for us here sure. at Burwood. Um, I knew how much work went into that and the time and the speed that the machine would cut at. Yeah. I'm like, dude, we're going to have to, sand 200,000 circles yeah. to make our first million in revenue. Yeah. And that's just revenue. Sure. Off selling $5 circles, which, I mean, I don't even know how many cardboard boxes that's going to be, you know, to ship out sure, and shipping sure. costs. I mean, last year alone in shipping, we spent over $45,000. Sure. And that was just like, dude, what? I mean, that's like, that's a nice truck, yeah. you know? <laughs> like, yeah. that, I mean, that's a brand new truck, like, that on costs where I just wasn't aware of. Um, but yeah, so the so you flipped the switch back on. You're like, flipped All right. it on, yeah. And I was like, hey, like, like you said, I didn't have any inventory though, so I didn't have like circles like stacked up or anything. I just knew that like, all right, I'm gonna do a pre-sale. If it sells, I'll go get wood. I'll run it on the machine. 
thankfully the fab lab always has you know the tools here <laughs> yeah and it wasn't like you know i had to go buy a cnc or anything yeah. like that yeah um and flip the switch back on man and we did two thousand dollars in sales i was like two yeah. for like a week two weeks i i mean like right days yeah, like right when i sent out the text i mean like like one text to who the etsy people like all of the customers that we've you know, collected like, over the over yeah the over the year so the demand oh, was there yeah they love the product yeah um problem was it's like i like i like gambling <laughs> i do and yes this is where it gets a little spicy yeah i gambled like half the money away oh wow i didn't know what to do i was like well now now i'm in classes that i don't even want to be in yeah now I got to fulfill these basically 50 orders and I don't barely have enough money to even get Procure the inventory, the like to get oh, the, get the material. And that's when it was like, but that's what I loved. <laughs> you like being backed up in dude, a corner? Please. You know, it's yeah. like, I mean, dude, like, like give it to me, you know? Sure. Like, and I think that's just like, is it? I don't condone it. I don't. I don't condone like you know losing money or gambling your money away, because like for me like I like the thrill of it, but it wasn't a sake of like, oh this is this is gonna make me millions you know gambling like I I never think that I'm gonna like become rich off of mm-hmm. you know that that form of spending money, so for me it was like now I, I gamble on my business sure right so I use my business as that uh, machine of gambling to where it's like. That is a gamble. Sure. You know, like it's, you're not pressing a slot machine. Sure. But if you're going to go buy a $20,000 piece of machinery, that's a gamble. Sure. Yeah, that's a $20,000 gamble. Sure. Um, so that's what happened. Um, I gambled away half the money. And why'd you stop? Why didn't you gamble all of it away? Oh, no. I mean, I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, man. You got to know what it takes. Oh, I'm chips. smart. Yeah. No, okay, I'm not... okay. So you stopped. Yeah. And then yeah. what'd you do with the other half? Bought material? Yeah, bought material, sanded all of them all by myself. <laughs> I mean, like I had to because I couldn't, I couldn't afford to hire anyone. Yeah, so you just did it all yourself. Did it all myself. And Did you make any money off of that? Maybe? Not until I, well, the secret was like the next week I was like, yeah, pre-order number two. And it was like another two grand. And I was like, dude, back-to-back weeks of like doing multiple thousands. Did like, you gamble that? No, no, no. no. Got that, smart. Got that's, smart. That's where it was like, I mean, probably like maybe 100 or 200. <laughs> if we're being honest, I mean. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because it was like, you know what? You deserve it, bud. You know, like. Yeah. That's kind of like my personality is like I love taking risks. Sure. I love gambling. And um, that's kind of my motivation as well, you know. And, like, I feel like it's good that I know it. But it's also a, a dangerous thing to know that because it's like I have to put myself in danger to feel some sort of type of, you know, reward. Mm. Um, so that's one thing I've kind of struggled with is just like taking it actually like a, like last year we did a quarter million dollars. Sure. I don't have that in my bank account. I don't have any. Well, I mean, you have costs in that sort you, of thing. Yeah, right? you know, but it's like the big, like the big idea, like, dude, I tell me as a kid man i would dream of that day you know and it's just like now we're living in it and like i'm also experiencing the realities like taxes sure you know paying your employees well you know like all that kind of stuff like 
it's all tied but it's into good experience it. right so like absolutely the yeah. second week another two grand yep what happens the third week that's when i was like called my mom again i was like <laughs> what did you say to your mom i was like mom like i'm not feeling it no i don't want to go yeah to i was like like if i'm gonna if we're gonna have one last shot yeah. it's gonna be right now sure because we're going into the season and like that was the problem you're still in debt yeah, yeah, okay. and that was the problem with the, with the you know school semester was just like it started off on August, and yeah. that's literally when you know crafters start making stuff sure. for Halloween. That's a huge one, and then people start making stuff for Christmas. Like, I mean, in November, you sure. know, even October, some you know, it's just like it's a very early thing because to be a supplier, like we don't sell things Christmas Day. Yeah, you know, we we sell them a month before any of the holidays, at least. Um, but yeah, that's where it started really rolling. And I was just like, all right, well, do we go on Etsy? Because we've done like 25, 30 grand on Etsy up until this point. But the problem was the fees yeah. and just like the competition. Yeah. You there, know? there was a lot more people doing the same thing that you were doing. They were, yeah. And like to really set ourselves aside, like I wanted to be professional in the sense of like, here's our website. And like, yep. if I'm going to put any work into something, it's going to be the website instead of trying to make like a you know a half good etsy a half good you know e ebay yeah you know, i mean there's so many platforms to sell on nowadays it's like you really need to just focus on one and then you're honestly gambling hoping that you picked the good one sure i mean that's how we got to today i, I didn't i didn't like be like oh i know Shopify's the best you know platform to use sure there's so many platforms to use so people ask like you know advice on that it's like just pick one man what'd, what'd your mom say when you called her oh uh she always knows when I call her because, like, we don't talk on, like, a daily basis. Okay. Um, so she knows. Yeah, yeah. She like, got that call. Yeah. She's like, oh. It's like, it's like that with all my something. family. Yeah, I mean, with all my family, it's like, <clears throat> they know that, like, you know, like, understood love. Sure. Where it's like, hey, like, I don't have to, you know, call you on the phone every single night and tell you that I love you for you to truly know that I love you. Sure. You know? Um, so you call her. Yeah, and I told her I loved her. And uh, I'm going to drop out of school again. And we're going to do this circle thing. What did she say? She's like, are you, like, it was just like, really? Was she mad? Yeah, because we just threw like yep. about like three or four grand into like classes. Yeah. And that kind of thing. Yeah. So she was pissed. Worried. Okay. You know, but she wasn't going to tell me. She wasn't going to be like, man. Yeah. You know, that, that's great. She, Having a mom like that. that you know, I mean, she wasn't going to be like, to where it's like, She'll tell me when it's real, what's real. Yeah. She'll be really real with me. Yeah. Be like, you, you know, you messed up. Yeah. Like this, this is for, you know, or like, she'll like, she won't ever give me, um, you know, like fake love. Sure. You know, like, being, like, like, like if I show her a sign or like something, she's not going to like give me that. Oh that's my God. That's, a, that's the best thing I've ever seen. You know, like, it's like, she could be like, not bad. I mean, honestly, if you cut maybe <laughs> like a it's real. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I mean, it just might be the sizing. I, yeah. I don't know, Hunter. And it's just like, that's you know, that's my mom. It's like sure. you know, she always wants to like, like I know that she like you know loves the work and everything that we've ever done. But it's like always trying to push. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, she she kicks ass in the corporate world. Sure. Yeah. So. So you talk to her, tell her, and then she's like, "Are you sure about this?" And then yeah. And then you're like, and at this point too, like, so we kind of like, like skipped through. I mean, um, like Paul, uh, he actually 
got offered a job running a C, like uh, CNC machines, but also it was a mixture of running the CNCs to make custom cabinets, but also what he was doing before he even came to Statesboro of installing the cabinets. Sure. So at this point, he's moved down to Florida. Um, he has a place down there doing really well. Um, and the it was a blessing and a curse you know, to be here by myself because it was just like, one, I'd be able to pay my parents back that much faster. Sure. Because we wouldn't have that much more cost. Sure. So like every dollar that Paul was making at his new job was, I mean, it was almost saving Burrow with that, that amount of money. Sure. You know, so like, I don't see it in any sense that like he left me in the dust or anything like that. Cause it was like, I mean, we weren't even in a dusty place. We were in freaking space, man. Yeah. I mean, there was like anti-grav, like we, no, nobody's on the ground here, sure. you know, like we weren't even sure what to do. So. I mean, we just knew that we were like really sorry to my parents, you know, and thankfully it was only like, I say only 20,000, but I mean, it's considerable and, amount of money. Yeah. Right? And like, it, it was all like, <clears throat> like on a credit card too. Sure. So like a lot of that was honestly like just quick interest that built up as well. Sure. So in reality, I mean, I really don't know how much we really were down, you know. Um, but you guys were just looking at a sizable bill. Yeah. And then, so once we started actually like, I was like, all right, you know, let's turn the light switch back on. Let's get this business going. That's when I had to start figuring out everything. And I took a small business look at a lot of things. I tried to like take a step back, simplify it, figure out, all right, if we were just to ship a box, doesn't matter how many pieces we put in that box. Mm -hmm. Or like, is it, you know, like, does it make sense to ship one 18 inch circle or to ship 10 18 inch circles? Because for me, it's the same cost I'm shipping. Yep. Yep. So we could, you know, deliver that savings off to the, you know, buyer, instead of having one circle that you have to sell for $15 because you're including shipping, we sell 10 circles mm -hmm. for $60, $70. Yep. And, you know, the shipping cost is the same just because that's how shipping goes nowadays. Yeah. Um, so that was a big thing we, we did. We did we started packing stuff in pizza boxes. Uh, that I thought that was revolutionary. <laughs> I was like, dude, uh, we need to figure out like a pizza box manufacturer because sure. like, we're onto something here. Sure. <laughs> and the problem with the pizza box is it's it's not made for shipping. No, it's, it's not. not. And I figured this out by shipping one pizza box. And then I thought it was a brilliant idea to just double box them. Yeah. Let's use two pizza boxes. Like Try to we're selling 15 it. inch circles. We'll put a 15 inch circle inside of a 16 inch box. And that 16 inch box inside of a um, little larger one. Yeah. Like, in, like literally inside of the 18 inch box. Uh, and like the crazy thing was now it's like, yo, we're double boxing these things. And my box cost was still like, I think it was literally super at, low. It was at $1. Yeah. So cheaper than what, I mean, our boxes now we use, uh, you know, like Uline. Uline, yeah. Um, but, you know, like they're corrugated, you know, they're like, I think 275 pound yeah. test. Yeah. Like, they're nice boxes. Like I wanted something when you feel it, like, like feel the quality. Yeah. You're just like, wow, that's, I mean, we might even just keep the box. Yeah. You know, we, I mean, this is a great box. Yeah. So it was worth it to switch to that. Um, so Uline uh, charges how much for a box? I think right now we pay like $2 and 70 cents. Whereas before you were double boxing and getting away with maybe a dollar. Yeah, yeah. But see, that's interesting to me because, like, I mean, uh, you kind of, like, bootstrap that to get to the point where you could afford. Because, I mean, obviously, you had massive amounts of debt, like, you know, yeah. from before. 
Yeah, so I was like, like, I mean, I'm just a frugal guy at heart. Like, dude, you can check me out on YouTube. I don't know how to delete the videos, but like, I got like extreme couponing videos <laughs> on YouTube right now. And it's like, hey, like, you know, I just had a, a haul from Kroger. Dude, like, when I tell you I've taken a grocery bill down from $1,200 all the way down to $50. Love that. Dude, and then, I mean, like, we donated. Like, I mean, it was like, donated probably like, 90% of everything. Sure. I mean, everyone could use some toothpaste and some deodorant, but that was for the most part, it was like, you gotta see those those things. But like, I've always been trying to save myself money, save everyone around me money. And that kind of like gone into Burrowood as well. Like I want, I seriously want to save people money. Sure. And I think we found ourselves even in a better place of saving small businesses money to make them more profitable. Sure. Um, we also, I mean, we supply to a bunch of different people though, you know, yeah. like all ages. I mean, it's crazy what I, I've seen, um, everyone use these things for like, you know, church groups all the way to, I mean, elderly homes, you know, yeah. to, I just, it's endless, honestly, with a blank canvas. Yeah. But as we kind of went into the season, you know, starting off like August was when that started ramping up started going good and then TikTok. hey guys thanks for listening in this next episode of the you know adam same podcast hunter and i continue our conversation and take a deep dive into the huge potential TikTok has for generating buzz for growing businesses be sure to leave a like and subscribe so you don't miss it see you on the flip side